Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 28, 2013, and Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page today. Obama plans three nominations for a key court. Gunmakers shun responsibility for sales. And in terror shift, Obama took a long path. In today's national news, affirmative action ruling near, blacks' progress is still slow. And a cruise is cut short by a ship fire. In today's business headlines, Sony is pressed to spin off losing divisions. Buyout offer brings China into orbit of Club Med. And Baoshan Lam agrees to an $8.7 billion takeover by Canada's Valiant. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, too, a roundup from the sports page, and the opinions of New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story, gunmakers shun responsibility for sales. The Glock executive testified that he would keep doing business with the gun dealer who'd been indicted on a charge of violating firearms laws because this is still America and you're still innocent until proven guilty. The president of Sturm, Ruger, was not interested in knowing how often the police traced guns back to the company's distributors, saying it wouldn't show us anything. And a top executive for Taurus International said his company made no attempt to learn if dealers who sell its products were involved in gun trafficking on the black market. I don't even know what a gun trafficker is, he said. The world's firearms manufacturers have been largely silent in the debate over gun violence, but their voices emerged from thousands of pages of depositions and liability lawsuits a decade ago before Congress passed a law shielding them from such suits in 2005. Much of the testimony was marked confidential and transcripts were packed away. But a review of the documents which were obtained by the New York Times shows the industry's leaders arguing that their companies bear little responsibility, beyond what the law requires, for monitoring distributors and dealers who sell their guns to the public. The executives claimed not to know if their guns had ever been used in a crime. They eschewed voluntary measures to lessen the risk of them falling into the wrong hands and they denied that common danger signs, like a single person buying many guns at once, necessarily meant anything. Charles Brown's company, MKS Supply, is the sole distributor of an inexpensive brand of gun that frequently turned up in criminal investigations. He said he never examined the trace request that MKS received from federal agents to learn which of his dealers sold the most crime guns. This lack of interest was echoed by Charles Gouvermont, the president of the gun manufacturer Browning, who testified that his company would have no reason to review the practices of a dealer who was the subject of numerous trace requests. That's not for us to enforce the law, Gouvermont said. Because the testimony came in the context of litigation, it is difficult to tell how much of it reflected an attempt to avoid liability or a fundamentally laissez-faire attitude toward the firearms trade. The Times reached out to a half-dozen gunmakers for a comment. Most did not respond or declined. But Timothy Booman, a lawyer for Taurus International Manufacturing, reiterated some of the arguments made by gun executives in their depositions, saying Taurus has no legal duty to do more to police its dealers and distributors. 
Nevertheless, he said, the company is proactive in all the things it reasonably can do vis-a-vis the safe and lawful use of its product.